This podcast possibly contains spoilers, but definitely includes explicit language. Welcome to Rhyme and Reason Radio. I'm Jeff, and I'm the editor-at-large of Rhyme and Reason. With me are... Joshua, the unpopular opinionist. And I'm Edie, the editor-in-chief of Rhyme and Reason. So glad to have you all here with us. It's been a while. Yeah, it has. Here we are. Trump's America, y'all. And we're going to be talking about girls, which is more relevant than ever, And oddly enough. And I really wish they could, like... Just do one more season just to like... I know! <laughs> just so we can cope I mean, with so the reality of our reality. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I was not expecting Girls to be this good in its final season. And here we are. I'm, I can't get enough. I want to watch every single episode over and over and over again. And I'm excited. So we're going to get right into it. And we're going to spoil it's the it. final season. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's spoil the hell out of it. I mean... Um, y'all, if you're trying... To not know what happens, you should turn this off or fast forward towards the end. And we're, only, we're not going to apologize. We're only midway through this season, though, right? Yeah, four episodes in. Yeah. So we're only going to spoil some of it. Yeah. Right. Plenty we don't of know stuff the ending. yet to happen. Yes. Exactly. And they probably don't either. <laughs> nope. So, mm, mm, I said it. Um, here we are, four episodes deep. Uh, where did we leave Hannah um, at the end of season five? We're in season six now, right? Where did we leave Hannah at the end of season five, and where do we find her at the beginning of season six? 80. Fill me in. Well, she was really shitty last season. Oh, yeah. She <laughs> was flashing Surprise. her badge to her, her boss. Mm-hmm. She broke up with another boyfriend. She dumped, yeah, that guy in her pajamas on their, their summer break. Um, she was just really being awful to Jessa, and Jessa was being awful to her. Um, they did have that thing with Kitty... Genevieve? They had, like, a, a play that happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shoshana came back. From Japan. From Japan. Yeah. And the last... Marnie. Oh, Marnie. Marnie got married and then she got divorced. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, and she had that, that fling with... What's-his-face? Ray. No. Well, she but she slept with... What's, uh, the guy with the Who? humble... And she also... T- tattoo. The guy that she was with in the second... Or first season. Yeah, what's his Charlie. Name? Charlie. Charlie. Who left the show. Yeah. Yeah. He, no, he no, looks... he has diabetes. He looks a lot better in that season, too. Uh, oh. yeah. All I can remember is, like, I actually just... You know what's funny? I just rewatched that whole season, but it yeah. just went so quickly. Um, yeah. The, the last image that I can remember is, like, Hannah's face as she's smiling as she's, like, walking across that bridge or whatever, and they just stop mm-hmm. it midway, and it's, like... It was almost iconic. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's that's where we are. We're kind of confused. Hannah's going to change her life. She's decided that now. For which direction, we do not know. A positive direction. Oh, and she got... Uh, when she tried to give Ray a blowjob, their truck fell over, and she ended up getting a ride with some guy to New York City who was super excited about New York City, and she didn't get raped or abducted. So that was a plus. Mm-hmm. A win for the ladies. Um, and so at the beginning of season six, we find Hannah talking with my fave, Chelsea Peretti, which was exciting. Very exciting. Um, very, very exciting. Um, She's a magazine editor and gives Hannah an assignment. Joshua, what is it that Hannah is tasked (laughs) with doing? Uh, She has to go join a surf camp. Yeah. Um, And 80... This is like a a quiz show. I know, I like that. Where's this going? What happened? (laughs) What what, What happened in that episode? Because it was kind of out of this world. It was 
quite an opener, don't you think? Uh, I thought it was very yeah. just These are leading Anna. questions, of course. These, I mean, if you're talking about quite an opener, and she's, like, sitting there in the sun with, naked and just, like... Oh, like, I missed that. Thank she, gosh. She <laughs> thinks that Shailene Woodley... The amount of times she was exactly sunning herself. <laughs> sun, gets sun in her vagina, and that's how she has this glow. Uh-huh. That's what happens. <laughs> uh, she tries to put on a, a, a body swim, swimsuit thing, and that does not go well at somebody else's. And then she doesn't understand she has to wear a swimsuit underneath of it. This is, like, such a funny episode. My mother called it, mm-hmm. of course, we watched it together. Um, it's, like, unfun porn. Yeah. Like, you're just watching somebody <laughs> being naked a bunch, but you're not exactly enjoying it. Yeah. Uh, it's certainly not titillating. No. Which is the appeal to Lena Dunham in a lot of ways, don't you think? Yeah. Um, she was in, so she tried to learn how to surf. It didn't go well. She hates being outside. She hates physical activity whatsoever, so I don't know what she was expecting. Yeah, you know, I... The more the time goes on, the more I realize I am like Hannah Horvath. Maybe not as self, uh, full of myself, but definitely well, like we share not wanting to go outside a lot. Well, the outdoors is kind of getting worse at the same time. Lyme disease, people. Yeah, it's in the forest. It's everywhere. It's an epidemic. <laughs> yeah, and then she gets down and dirty with Riz Ahmed, and he's the yeah. surf instructor. And he tells her. Can we just talk about the fact that Riz is Welsh? What? He's Welsh. He's Welsh. So I know he was British, but I didn't realize he was Welsh. Oh, I think he's Welsh. I might be making this up. I know Matthew Reese is Welsh, but that's the Americans, and that's I think what he I is. talked well, about last week. Basically, was shocked to find out that his accent in Star Wars Rogue One or whatever the heck, yeah, uh, of Star Wars film, um, that accent is his like almost his real accent. Whereas I thought it was a character, though that's not a character. Huh. That's him. It's funny because that makes sense for Star Wars because everyone sounds British. Yeah, the American accent is a put-on one. Anyway, yeah, he was in the Night of, and that was really good too. Yeah, I don't know where I was going with that, but uh, yeah, but we're, things happen. We're very excited Lots for for things. Hannah. She's doing things. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, is she though? <laughs> she has these experiences and then is able to like articulate them in in a way that she keeps getting money. I mean, she writes them down and right. She's so somehow scraping in, through life. Yeah, but I think she has some money. Hopefully, saved up from her teaching job. Great questions. Who knows how financially responsible she is? Right. I, I would, doubt that she's saving. Yeah. like I mean, she's living with Elijah, who works at the coffee shop, but only sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Barely. Barely. He, I mean, he's probably got some, like, night business going on or something. but Or he's dealing drugs. Well, he's who knows? having orgies in her room while she's gone, which is amazing. That scene was incredible. Yeah, you can charge for the, the, for, by the door, you know? Also, are you making that up? Because did I miss that scene? There was no orgy. Damn it! Get my hopes up. He he asked whether or not he could use her room for an orgy. Yes. Dang it. There was no orgy. And then he walks out and he's not wearing pants. And that's what was titillating about that. Yes. Lots of nudity. So then moved right on to Marnie and all of her mess with Desi. There was a fun episode, I thought. I thought it was really fun. The um, Montauk? Where did they go? No, because she went to Montauk for the surfing. She oh, yeah, went yeah. upstate somewhere, Connecticut or something, yeah. for that. I think that Hannah's growing up. She doesn't, like, automatically just get distracted by people. Like, when she walked into that um, that small shop and she wasn't totally blown away by the shopkeeper. I mean, she kind of was still. She yeah. was, but she she wasn't, like, so driven off her off the road where she dropped everything that she was doing and was like, oh, I'm just going to hang out with you now. Like, yeah, her she, kind of, like, ADHD plot drivingness. Yeah, she realized that she's there for Marnie, and, and I think that's what's important. Yeah, and... Marnie's I, an idiot. 
Well, I don't think yeah. Marnie is the worst one. I think Desi's the worst. And I'm tired of that actor. I just want him to leave. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't... I was so hopeful at the end of last season. <laughs> like, oh, finally, we can get rid of this guy. But no, he's sticking no, around. He came back with a vengeance. Um, and he's been in a few episodes, which is, I would say, a shame. Um, so what did we find out about Desi in the second episode of this season? He's a pill-popping whore. Which, he's a, what? I mean, he does oxy. I mean, he was also sleeping Maybe around, he isn't he? himself, too. I couldn't believe that he actually... Because they're having, like, an affair, aren't they? Yeah, because on Ray. Yeah. 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 So... Ugh, I just can't gross. believe he keeps everything in a mason jar. Like, come on, how cliche are you? How hipster are you? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's very, like, cumbersome if you want to take some pills with you somewhere. But if you're, I guess you're doing 20 a day, then you got to have a big enough container, right? Get that jar. Exactly. How is he not dead? Too, just shove your whole hand in. And if he's You having... build up your tolerance, so I'm told. If he's taking um, <laughs> oxy, then, like, how is he even going to the bathroom? Or is he taking pills to help him go to the bathroom? Because Yeah. Um, <laughs> Why do we never see any of the characters? Wait, no, we see Hannah go to the bathroom a lot, don't we? We do. We <laughs> yeah, see we do. Hannah doing But we never see Desi go to the bathroom, so that was probably our hint. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so can we just fast forward? Do you think uh, Jessa and Adam are high on something? We're they going were, to like, be very soon. talking gibberish, like, so speedily. Yeah, like, they were on cocaine or something. It seemed like that's how they're, they're just very hectic and energized and creative constantly like all of a sudden yeah let's just make a movie and that's gonna be so easy it's like no fuck it, no what are you thinking yeah yeah it didn't seem terribly likely that that would have happened and even adam was skeptical of the whole thing and then suddenly was very convinced that it was going to be a good idea uh, i think that they might be on drugs i also don't particularly care for either of those characters yeah um I care for Jessa more, which is a shame that she wound up with Adam, who I can't stand at all, the character or the actor. Um, and so How many people working, are on Star Wars now? It was a casting call. HBO got together with Disney. <laughs> right. Yeah, so maybe they are on drugs. There was, I think, AD and I were talking offline about the post-episode commentary um, in which Lena Dunham suggested, or it was Jenny Connor, that they seemed, quote-unquote, sober. Um, so who knows? Maybe that is something that's going to happen in episodes five, six, seven. Maybe we'll see that one of them gets strung out and dies. Um, Fingers crossed. So I want to I want to say real quick. I think there's. I said you it. know we have a heroin ap- epidemic in this country. Yeah, <laughs> we certainly do. And maybe that's how they'll tie into what's happening in terms of current events. Maybe. Right? Um, I just thought that they definitely have to be on something because they're like, oh no, we have to go get Hannah's permission. And then all of a sudden they're at Hannah's place, like waiting for her. It's still very like hopped yeah. up on something. So it just seems like they should have was very defeated at that point. Yeah. So it's like, just they're, oh. they're very kind of obviously something's not right between them. Um, I don't think the chemistry they have is good chemistry because it's going to explode. I mean, they say so many times we're not good for each other. We're going to make each other die. Like, and it's that's what they're doing. Pro- they, uh, prophecy. They didn't hint towards it. They told it outright, and I'm pretty sure uh, Jess is gonna die by the end of the season. Yeah, it's not gonna be the one we want, Jeff. I know. It's I gonna like be. It's gonna be Jessa. Right. I mean, okay. So if you think about it, if Adam dies, would that like take a toll on Hannah? Would that like be a book or something? Would she be like, what's her name? Um, Jenny. Jenny Slate. Yeah, she's like her boyfriend died, and she wrote about them, became a famous writer. Oh. Yeah. So you're Possibly. so lucky that your boyfriend died. 
Oh my god. That was like the first season. You guys, I am on this. <laughs> good memory. Yeah, so yeah. would That's that be a good thing or bad thing for him? Probably gonna happen. You're totally right. Although if it was Jessa, it would be even sadder. I don't... She would probably end up with Adam again. Ugh, gross. Let's hope not. Let's hope it's not one of those scenes like when they ran to each other on the cell phone or whatever the fuck. <laughs> FaceTime. Ugh. Okay, so uh, I was listening to a podcast or watched a video. I can't remember what it was. You consumed a piece of media. I consumed a piece of media recently. Oh, okay. it was still processing by the New York Times. It's uh, Wesley Morris and somebody else doing a podcast. And they interviewed the girls cast. And they said, you know what? This this whole show is satire. This is not real. We are not these people. Mm-hmm. We look like these people because we play these people. But if you were to compare us to the guys from Silicon Valley, we are not the same people. They don't get accused of being those people. Mm-hmm. They sometimes they somehow have other lives and don't get confused like that. So I feel like this show, we, we just we tend to think, okay, well, Lena Dunham is just like Hannah Horvath. But Lena Dunham is the one creating this whole... I mean, if, if what you say is true, this has been the long game. A real long game. In which, in, <laughs> in which case, I will give her all the credit in the world because there are so many signs. So I would have to like go back and watch everything and be like, oh my god, and get a cork board and just tie everything together with pieces of yarn and <laughs> like this and that and this and pictures and times and dates. Um, so if that happens, my hat off to Lena Dunham because that would be amazing. If not, then that's just more crappy writing. <laughs> Depends on one thing, guys. I mean, I think it's definitely like a uniquely, I don't know, something that's lobbed against women who write and direct and act um, that they get conflated with their characters. And I mean, this is like Rachel Bloom on Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Like, Amy Schumer. Plenty, plenty. Absolutely. Tina Fey. Like, you're, I would agree with the assessment that like people like the, the male cast of um, Silicon Valley have greater room to be characters versus themselves. I don't ever think of Hannah Horvath and Lena Dunham being the same person, or like even some of the other characters. The only person that I think is going to be typecast is Marnie, um, Allison Williams, because I don't know that she has a tremendous amount of range. And it was exciting to see her in Get Out, which we may or may not talk about at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to spoil it, but something happens to her, and it was kind of wonderful that it happened to her. Well, I think she was actually really good in that, so I'm, I have uh, renewed hope for the potential of Allison Williams. Let's save that for the for an, a, a future podcast. Yeah. Okay. Agreed. Um, so what predictions do we have for the end of the, the season? Obviously, I'm predicting... Uh, Adam's death. Because I think we should we should touch back uh, when it does end and just yes. talk about where we thought things were going. And how I was right all along. Well, are we going to address the fact that you're Americans, um, what's his face, Matthew Reese? Oh, yeah. We can talk about that. We didn't talk about that oh, bottle episode. Yeah, that was actually my... CGI dick. It wasn't CGI. It was a real thing. It wasn't his real thing. It was, it was a fake dick. Uh, a prosthetic? Yeah. I, I was hoping for a stand-in. Oh, my. <laughs> Get it? Um, <laughs> yeah, American Bitch was a crazy good episode. Mm. Um, that scene was a lot. The writing was really um, good in the conversations, the back and forth. Wh- For sure. How, when you finished watching that episode, how did you? What did you take away from it? I I feel um, that he had the upper hand the whole time, and he mm-hmm. may have not known where he was going. But the longer that she stayed, the more he was going to like. Uh, take away her power essentially or 
you know, kind of silence her from being a critic and making her almost see how hypocritical she is uh, through her own writing from the piece that she wrote about him. Um, but by also, like, making her hypocritical, because now she's one of those girls, and now she's writing against him. So, so he's can, trying to change the narrative. Can we equate this to the Casey Affleck thing that we talked about last week, where he has alleged things happening in his past, and... I don't know much know. about that situation. What do you think, Jeff? But it's also more recent in the girls' episode. It is. Yeah, I mean, like, I think that there are strong parallels. It seemed like a masterclass in manipulation and sort of sexual aggravation and, like, or aggression. Yeah. Um, and I thought, like, you're right, like, I agree that he seemed to have the upper hand the entire time and he was working her over and she was doubting her sort of upset and her criticism and was, like, convinced that she made the wrong call and then he does this thing. And, I mean, it was, like, a really obvious transgression. And then she is like, oh, yeah, like, I should have been outraged. Like, he's a creep. He's a fucking creep. Um, that did this really disgusting thing and probably did these other disgusting things that other women had accused him of and then went back to, you know, this, like, righteousness of being like, well, I'm going to believe women. And um, I thought it was a powerful episode, like, certainly timely. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was really, really well done. Yeah, I, I left it... Well, I actually really laughed when uh, she grabbed that prosthetic. It, like... Because mm. I didn't... I, I watched everything with subtitles and I didn't see it at first. So I was like, what... What, what just happened? Still reminded of this quote of, like, I don't know if it's actually Maya Angelou or, or not, um, about, like, believing people when they show you who they are. And it just seemed like she, Hannah, thought him to be a certain way. He tried to argue that he wasn't that way. And then he proved himself to be that way that she originally thought. Um, and so I don't know if it was, like, speaking to the power of, like, intuition or, or what. But, but I don't know. I, again, I just think, like, given where we're at right now, culturally politically it was a really important episode yeah i would agree with that yeah i i would uh probably give it another watch because there's just so much that goes in on the conversations and like mm-hmm. just the dynamics he's trying to strike up with her and then how yep. he gets her to agree with him and then just 180s on her with the whole prosthetic dick thing what's what's funny is that she, when she talks about that book um that was supposed to be have called been called american bitch mm-hmm. she says she's not supposed to like this author because he's a misogynist yep and it's like yep. you're kind of just proving what what you're saying like you're not supposed to like this guy but you like this guy but he's he is yep. a misogynist and he's he's doing bad things right but then it's yep. also the you know separating the art from the artist is that like you know worth it because if good art comes from bad people, mm-hmm. where do we lie on, like, the spectrum of, like, is that a net positive or a net negative for society? Are we richer or poorer from this person and art? I think that's an excellent segue into the last episode in terms of, like, are we richer for this thing that happened? <laughs> um, so Hannah goes to the hospital do we want to reveal what happened yes we do oh yeah she didn't uh put enough sunshine on her vagina exactly she didn't sun herself properly and she wound up pregnant (laughs) because that's science alternative facts Um, yeah anything's possible y'all um patrick wilson also made a cameo and that was kind of cringe and awesome that he returned um to tell her that she was pregnant um and then there was a little bit of hubbub about 
him recommending that she have an abortion or like put her in touch with someone who could perform the abortion. Um, and then she's taken aback. And it seems like at this point, she's not going to have an abortion. So no. what do we think is going to happen? Gang? That poor, poor child. I mean, they already had a, an abortion episode in, like, the first season with Jessa. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that they're necessarily going to go that route. But how the fuck is she going to be able to afford a baby? Right. And this, I mean... Uh, Moving back to Ohio, oh, Michigan. Right? Michigan. With East her mom Lansing. and her gay dad. Um, yeah. But... Where is the gay dad? Because he was the best part of the last season. Yes, he was. <laughs> He's going to hook up with Elijah. I hope not, Maybe. because that's boring. Um, <laughs> it is, because it's like, oh, yeah, I could see that happening, but also, why would it? Unless Elijah's just bored. Um, but this, the whole pregnancy thing with Hannah uh, kind of also ties back to Lena Dunham's speech about how she kind of wished she had an abortion so she could have the full female experience. What do we think about that? I mean, she apologized for that. Yeah, Ugh, just because this climate is so fucking ridiculous. Like, if she wants to have an abortion or talk about abortion freely, I don't think that she should be maligned or have to apologize. I think that people are allowed to say crazy shit. Certainly men are given lots of leeway to do things like that. I mean, like Um, we were just saying about Mel Gibson, who I forgot to mention is on his, like, ninth child now, and he's not even married to that girl. He doesn't believe in marriage. He's 26 or 27, and he's, like, 61. Crazy. Yeah, he's disgusting. Um, And I don't think that anything that she says about wanting to have that experience is anywhere remotely similar to some of the disgusting shit that those men have said or done. Um, But I think that it comes down to this, like, very reductionist thinking of abortion equal baby killing, and fuck that. Fuck that. Yeah. Um, Oh! So... um, Just want to tie this into a a very current event um, about uh, studying, like, embryos in labs. Mm-hmm. Um, how they some scientists are trying to push the 14-day rule of uh, how long you can grow an embryo in a lab just because uh, this arbitrary rule was made up in the 70s be- in order to avoid controversy just going forward for the next, like, however many years studying embryos, basically. going grow them in a lab for two weeks, and so now they're trying to push that. And so we're going to see what happens there. So that's fun. <laughs> Sorry, science! Anyway... You didn't think you were going to get science in this podcast, yeah. but you just did. Like Education. Did. There's a great Radiolab episode about uh, <laughs> CRISPR, and you should check that out. Anyway. Tri- hashtag tripod. Yes. Girls. Will she or won't she have a baby? I um, think she's going to have Will it. Marnie or won't Marnie get her shit together? Hopefully, Ray dies <laughs> alongside <laughs> Oh, Ray. And maybe Desi, too. Eddie. Poor Eddie. I don't Eddie. feel bad What was his name? Was his name Eddie. Eddie. Colin Quinn. Oh my god. Hermie. Hermie. Yeah, Hermie. Oh. That was sad. Yeah, I really felt bad for Ray because two people he knew like had just died. Uh, and then she just, uh, Shoshana oh. said, was like, don't kill yourself. He's yeah. like, I'm not going to yeah. do that. And now, like, <laughs> amazing. Maybe he will. Spoiler. Right? Uh, Maybe everybody just dies at the end of Girls. That's a very British way to end a show. <laughs> I'd be okay with it. I feel like. Suicide packs. Yeah. I feel like that's how the Americans are going to end, so. Spoiler. I don't really know if it's spoiler or not. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, Hermie, that, that's sad. Yeah, so I, I really feel for Ray uh, in this season, especially because he's with Marnie, and he's just like, 
having almost like what it seems PTSD when she just starts talking. <laughs> he just zones out, man. What do you think, Jeff? What's going to happen? I think Hannah's going to have a baby, which will be really, really stupid. Uh, maybe Shosh will be okay in all of this. She seems to have her head on her shoulders yeah, as she, opposed to some of the other characters. She's a rock right now. Yeah. Um, again, I, I could. I, I don't care what happens to Ray or to Adam. Jessa, I think maybe she will OD. Um, and then Marnie, like, maybe she'll get her shit together and live with Rita Wilson. Um, I don't know. Well, Those are my we'll check back so. in yeah. at the end of the season. We certainly will. Yeah. Um, so Girls has been a long-lasting obsession for a lot of us, mm-hmm. um, several seasons long. Um, but we've got more pertinent things that have popped up in the last few, I don't know, weeks, months... And um, we want to share with everyone the things that we're currently obsessing over. So now is the time that we talk about our obsessions. All right. So who's going first? Yeah. I'll go first. All right. Excellent. Um, I've been watching this uh, great Hulu original called Shut Eye. Um, it has the guy from Burn Notice and no one else I know. So Like most of, Hulu shows. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But it's about... Uh, Isabella Rossellini. Yes, Isabella Rossellini. She's the only other good one. Um, I doubt she'll be on past the first season because you know how movie actors are. Uh, but anyway, um, it's about a, a couple that are fake psychics that are... Um, that basically owe a debt to a Roma fake psychic gang. Mob? Mob, yeah. Something like that. They're gypsies, basically, and I don't like saying that because it's kind of pejorative but anyway the roma family um they have a bunch of different uh psychics and other you know fake businesses uh being run under them and uh the main does, character does murder happen there is quite a bit of murder uh but the main character charlie um he gets hit uh by a pissed off boyfriend of a, a former client and all of a sudden, he goes to the hospital, and now he's having visions because he got his head beaten, basically. And it's visions of murder or just death in general. Um, and he doesn't know what to do with it. Uh, and, you know, he's a fake psychic, but he's having real visions. And the whole show is very Breaking Bad-esque because at the end of each episode, things are generally much worse than when they started. So it's just a constant decline of, like, all the problems building up around this couple and, like... How are they going to get out of it? What's going to happen next? And it just gets worse and worse and worse, especially for their son. It gets so fucking sad. Uh, but it, the first season's out on Hulu. It's a great show. Uh, only ten episodes. It's worth your while. It's funny because no one's talking about that show. And it is so fucking good. Yeah. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's Breaking Bad light, I'd say. They say that Sneaky Diet Pete. Breaking Bad. Is supposed to be that. Eh. No. Shut eye. Shut eye. Yeah. Okay. Shut eye and Hulu. So I'm going to go next. I'm actually going to tie in two things. One was last week I was able to go to the Hirshhorn Museum in D.C. I went to, uh, I'm not sure how to pronounce her first name, so I'm going to say her, just her last name, Kusama's Infinity Rooms. Um, mm. She is the 87-year-old artist from Japan who went to New York City in her 20s, then went back to Japan and booked herself into a mental asylum so that she can just be around people like herself. I'm not really sure. Uh, she loves polka dots. 
She thinks everything is a polka dot. We are on the Earth. That is a polka dot. The sun is a polka dot. Everything's a polka dot. These infinity rooms are amazing. I stood in line for a long time. I was able, very lucky, very, very lucky to get into um, the lines to go into it. Um, I actually was there right after someone had broken one of her $800,000 pumpkins in one of those rooms. Oh my god. And, you know, I'm so glad I didn't, I wasn't the one who did it, because I would have felt so bad. Um, so I wasn't able to see that room, but... That is an amazing exhibit. It's still going on. It's still, it's very hard to get the tickets. Um, the Hirshhorn did not really expect to have this many people actually be interested in it. So uh, if you can grab a ticket, take a day off in the middle of the week, just go and do it. It's life-affirming. Um, I think that a lot of it has to do with uh, death and life and you know meditation on those two things. And in between, um, she obviously has a lot of things going on in her life. There's some background on her. If you want to do some Googling, uh, her father wasn't a great guy and her mother made her do things she didn't, she shouldn't have done. Um, so a lot of her art comes out of that. The other thing I'm really obsessed with right now is I don't feel at home in this world anymore. It's a m- movie with Melanie Linsky and Elijah Wood. Uh, it was bought by Netflix at Sundance, I think it was. It is such a good movie. It starts out just like with the dumbest, smallest things that just aggravate you and to the point where you just break. And because it's on Netflix, it's easy to view. Um, Elijah Wood has a really good uh, role in it, and it takes turns and goes really uh, visceral. It really subverts your expectations. It's yes. great. And it's not, a, Can't it's wait. not a movie you think that Melanie Linsky would be in, because she's normally in dramas. I mean, she was in Togetherness as a mom who like fancies another guy. It's not This is not her typical role. Although, when she was younger, she was in that movie where they she and um, Kate Winslet kill her mother so that was mm-hmm. i forgot the name of it but that's also a really good movie beautiful creature yeah yeah that's what it was um so that's what i'm obsessed with right now cool thanks for that i want to go now okay um i'm in wisconsin so i'm not going to be able to do that but you know a boy can dream um so i'm going to share my obsession uh it's a song from a mexican artist natalia la forcade i think that i've talked about her before um i'm fairly certain that i have She's releasing new material, so one of her songs that's out now is called Tu Si Sabes Quererme. Um, you, yes, know how to love me. Probably, yes, you know. But at any rate, it's a really good song. Um, sort of returning to a very Mexican um, pre-50s, like golden era sound, um, which is exciting, again, in this climate um, that is very xenophobic. Uh, not so veiledly racist, um, and certainly anti-Mexican. Um, I'm all about, and I think that I've talked about this here, loving Mexico, um, and certainly I love its music. Uh, so Natalia Forcade, if you're looking to listen to something today, you should go and listen to Tu Si Sabes Quererme. You won't regret it, um, and you can thank me later. And we'll put a link to that. Yes, we will. <laughs> We sure as hell I cannot spell that. <laughs> well, it's been a pleasure walking down the lane of girls with y'all. <laughs> Girl <Memory>. lane. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Vagina Avenue. Sun in my <laughs> vagina. If only, I mean, the moral of that story is really Use sunscreen? our vaginas. Well, Use protection? Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, otherwise you get pregnant. Edie, where can we find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Yo Price. 
and on Instagram at A-D-I-P-R-I-C-E, A-D Price. And Joshua? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at JPriceIsRight. And Jeff, where can we find and you? Then, well, you can find me here on this very podcast, duh. <laughs> uh, but then also on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at L Jeffrey Craig. We'll see you then. Yeah, thanks for listening. Yeah. Bye, y'all. Bye. 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 <laughs> you can find more on rhymeandreason.com.